toilet will not flush. The toilet will not flush. Will not flush. The toilet will not flush. The toilet will not flush. The toilet will not flush. What's up, Noah Nation? It's your host, Noah. With all, with me as always, is Dan, the Fire fan, and we're back with Katie again. Do you miss me, guys? Yes. Dan, you loved it when it was just you and me. If you say so. <laughs> I know so. Mm-hmm. So, it's been ten years since the... Since that fateful day, Brisgolov getting a contract after we trade away Jeff Carter and Mike Richards. Is that to the day? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it is June 23rd. Wow. This was also the JVR trade for Luke Shen. It was the Scott Hartnell from Burger trade. And it was also the uh, Braden Shen to St. Louis deal, I believe. So we, we traded for both <laughs> Shen... We had trades involving the Shen brothers yep, the same on the same day. One was coming in, the other was coming out. Yep. <laughs> uh, Come on, Noah. Spark conversation. This is my you know, third was... show today, okay? I am talked out. Noah, it's your third turn to leave. It's my Ooh, third. Busy day, sir. Yes. Busy day. Okay, so I have a, I have a scenario I want to look at, look over. Considering it's the 10-year anniversary of that amazingly god-awful contract we gave Brzezgalov. What if, instead of going, instead of staying with Brzezgalov, we, we decided to, to mold Bobrovsky and he, and he turned into what he did, the Vesna-caliber goalie? I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have either, but like, let's, let's just say he does. He turns into that Vesna-caliber goalie. I think, in all honesty, I think we could have, if we had gotten just a couple more, like, complementary pieces, especially on the defense, I think we could have made a serious contention for the Cup in one of the couple years following um, us not signing Briskalov to that, what was it, nine-year, $51 million contract. Is that that's that's it, right? So are yes. we t- are we talking the period of like? So like two, 2011 to like 2015. See, the I have problem is Hextall took over in that. 2014. Yeah, but I guess like if he like if we had the Vezina, you know, caliber goaltending. Uh, or people not made of glass bones and paper skin, then, you know, we might have been able to do something and Holmgren might have made moves to bring people in. Like, he might not have stepped down or they would have brought somebody in who was aggressive. But since they didn't really have those pieces together, that's why they brought in the, you know, drafting guru. I say that with air quotes for those of you uh, listening to this later, because, you know... He sucks. Hextall was just kind of an eh drafter. But I don't know. That was their thought process. Plus, I kind of look back on those rosters, and I'm just like, oh, God. Like, 
there were some whack names on those or on the yeah. monsters from like 2013. Like Nick Grossman was here, and like you know Luke Shen. Hey, not good. we do not talk bad about a Luke Shen on this program. <laughs> he's about to. He, he's on his way to winning his second consecutive another cup. cup. I can't believe that. <laughs> Sounds about right. Actually. But I w- yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, cause if we had a Vesna caliber goalie in net. We would have had like by like 2013, 2014, we would have had we would have had Giroux like where he's at. I mean Couturier would have been our three C. We would have had a decent offense because that's when like that's when like uh Braden Shem was kind of coming into his own. Wayne Simmons was kinda at his peak around that time. And if we had some competent defensemen between our good offense and our Vesna goalie, I think we could have made some serious, made a serious, uh, like drive into the postseason. Yeah. I'm not I mean, saying, I'm not saying we, we would have a hundred percent won a cup, but I, I could see maybe a team with Bobrovsky and that in some decent, uh, it's some just comp competent at worst defense possibly squeaking in one cup win around that time yeah i don't know if they would have won the cup but i i definitely think like if they had solid goaltending i mean that can take you far in the playoffs um and that's obviously contingent on whoever our you know gm at the time is in this hypothetical scenario if we're still thinking it's holmgren then holmgren um making more moves to bring in maybe a couple other pieces, maybe another piece on offense and absolutely on defense, then, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it, but I don't know. We're we're trending too much into the what-ifs. Like, this is a scenario that's, like, dependent on, like, a lot of other things also happening. Yeah. So it's sort of hard to isolate it, but, I mean, I yeah, definitely I mean, think it's possible. It was just, just a thought I had when, like, because, I mean, we saw the – I saw the brotherly puck – uh, brotherly pop yeah brotherly puck um article about the mike richards and jeff carter trades and i remembered that Ilya brisgalov was also signed on this day so i just it, the thought just popped into my head if uh if we didn't decide to go with brisgalov as our uh or you just keep goalie. richards and carter and sign yevgeny nabokov that summer and try it again but then we well, wouldn't have the true. memes, Daniel. We wouldn't have the memes. Mm. And we wouldn't have Jake Voracek yelling no, at Mike no. Sielski. However will I go on without Jake Voracek? We wouldn't <laughs> have had Simmons. <laughs> That's also true. Or Couturier. Or Couturier. Yeah. So. Or Brayden Shen, which means Morgan Frost wouldn't be here. And we all know he's Claudra Jr. Or Joel, so. or Joel Farabee. Or Joel Farabee, yeah, yeah. Or uh, ten games of Ryan Hartman. Oh, how could I forget? And thus, a season of Tyler Pitlick. Tyler Pitlick! <laughs> wasn't Ryan Hartman, wait, wasn't Ryan Hartman the one where he he went out, like, off the grid for, like, a week, and he, and got, he came back and, and he got traded, traded like, the next yeah. day, and everyone's like, does he know? <laughs> I yeah, I think was there was a period of time where he like did not know he had been traded, even though he was. Yeah, his I thought like his mother made made like a post or something like saying that she's been trying to contact him 
since the trade happened and she couldn't get a hold of him. I, I too am elusive and hard to get a hold of. Yeah, we need to, we need to change dates, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we, we usually go on Sundays and you're disrupting the normal schedule. Yeah, by the way, what's up with that bad? I give Shane a, now a weekly show and now all of a sudden you want to do a weekly show too? I have... Listen, because it's really some... my show, and the people want to hear from me. Yeah, Daniel. you can't exclude Katie. I mean, my name is on the show, so it doesn't matter. I guess once I bring back Sisterly Pod, I'll stop annoying you. But this is too much fun, so maybe I'll just do two shows. You got a whole summer to go yet? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I can't do Sunday. Uh, well, it's not that I can't do Sundays. It's just that just so happened I was I'm working. Till 8 p.m. both Sundays, so... Who's swimming at 8 p.m.? Yeah, really. On a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Should you be in church? I'm in bed. There's, like... The people who come at, like, 7.15 just to, like, swim laps and then complain about it being cold, like, yeah, you should have came when the sun was out then. Like... Oh, is it an outdoor pool? Are you a lifeguard? Yes. Wow. Anybody brave enough just to uh, step foot in a public pool in the first place can. Ugh. Yeah, but then and then you're trusting Noah to save your life if you drown. Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's there for decorations. I will know. I will. I will have to write down never to go to this pool. <laughs> it's okay. You need a membership anyway. All right. Even oh, better. Even fancy. Oh, Country wow. Carnival. Fancy. <laughs> this echo oh. may actually drive me nuts. You know what? Everybody hold this thought. Uh, All right, uh, everybody. No, Ali Pod is back. I had to... I was uh, hoping for a Dan breakdown. Dan had to take a detour. For Ooh. whatever... My laptop. I uh, have a very expensive mic here, and I have it set up on GarageBand so I can hear myself in my headphones talk, so I don't want to yell, I don't pop the shit out of the mic. And for whatever reason, when this laptop needs an update, it gets mad at me because I don't update it. So it delays the audio a second. And it's just enough where when I talk in my headphones, it's a second late and annoys the shit out of me. This as a, this is the third show I've done today and didn't have this issue either time this morning. So apparently sometime between about 3.30 and now, it, there was an update that came around that it was mad that I didn't install it. So uh, restart the computer. did you do three shows today? Ugh. <sighs> I, uh, I, we did the, uh, Dennis Birdstein interview this morning with Anthony, and then Nick, Nick came back! We found Nick! <laughs> Nick, he's alive! He's back! I, uh... Did he say anything about the wedding and me and Shane having our dance off? Uh, actually, I did bring that up, and he said you're not invited. Uh... <gasps> Lame! <laughs> that bitch! I can't believe he would do that to us. I, I went, so, you know, they're gonna have a dance off at your wedding, and he goes... Well, I guess they're going to crash it because they're not invited. I'm like, wow, that's me. So, Dan, what I'm hearing so, is... So, what I'm hearing yeah. is we're crashing Nick's wedding. We're crashing with Nick's wedding. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Wedding crashers, let's go. I can't believe we're not invited to his wedding. We're nothing but imagine. nice to him at all times. I can't yeah, imagine Nick. why. I you, would, you would do that to us. I thought I was his best friend. <laughs> we're practically neighbors. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I forgot you lived close to Nick. 
So Katie and I were talking about something while you were gone. Just kind of spitballing. Are you going to fire me? Yes. This is usually how this conversation goes. Oh, you know, we were talking about it when you weren't here. We think it's best for us to go our separate ways. (laughs) Fine by me. Y'all can start your own (laughs) no-only pod. No, but... um... So I, I was thinking, like, I don't really care if we don't get a big name this offseason. As long as we get pieces that can work well together and make this team into a competitive team. So you want to go the Niskanen and Braun route versus the Jack Eichel route? I, yeah, I mean, honestly, if it works, it works. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm against a big name, which I am very much not. I would love an Eichel, Kachuk, Jones, Hamilton, guy like that on the team, no doubt. But I, if it's a lot easier to get these these lesser known guys who will act, who will not make like the biggest impact, but the impact that they have together makes enough of an impact to make us a legitimate team. I think like, the thing it, is, like, if you're going to cheap out on this summer, you're going to need to do it pretty significantly. Like, you need to flip, like, a third of this roster if you're going to yeah, fill it definitely. with, like, depth guys and depth defensemen. Get rid of everybody on the third and fourth lines and, you know, half the defensemen and replace them that way if you're going to cheap out. You know, yeah, if you're I not going to bring in a star, you're going to have to to fix the overall problems somehow. Yeah, it definitely, like... No matter what we do this, it's not going to be an easy fix this off season. No. But like, if we if we get the right guys, like I mean, let's say let's say Carter Hart goes back to being the goalie we know he can be, the the home goalie during the 2019-20 season. That Carter Hart, the guy who stood on his head and stole us a series against Montreal in the bubble. If we get him back next season, along with Provorov at his best. And let's say let's say TK actually was the guy we saw in 1920, <laughs> and then starts producing in the playoffs. Not saying it will, just saying if. And then and then Limblom after a year of you know recovering from from cancer turns back to what he was in 1920 as well. And then we and Joel Faraby keeps on the issue with this. You know, it's a lot of. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I was. I was going to say yeah. the only the only thing that's giving me pause is that it's for, all ifs for, for for everybody that you just mentioned minus Lindblom because he didn't really have any expectations for this year is that we sort of made that assumption last year exactly it's yeah. the same and thing we said twelve and then months it didn't ago. Happen if Sanheim and Myers can step up and replace Niskanen, we're fine. And then that didn't fucking happen. I know it's a lot of ifs, and I, but like. That's what that's what the offseason is for. If this happens, this could happen. That there's no surefire thing in the offseason. We just saw we just saw Taylor Hall go to the Sabres and everyone thought, oh, he's gonna play with Jack Eichel. He's and then they also got Eric Stahl. They're they have Dalene is coming back is is coming back for another year. He's gonna be better. Maybe. And you know there were all these there are all these huge things that were going to make Buffalo finally a bubble team for the playoffs, maybe even put them in. And then 
Isn't it sad how they're much closer wreck. to the Sabres than any other team right now? It is really sad. <laughs> and the fact yeah. that we lost, we broke their 18-game losing streak. No, it's, it wasn't even competitive. Didn't that happen like three or four times this year? We broke multiple long losing streaks. I thought it was just that one. No, we broke the Devils as well. Yeah, I it was, I, it was definitely like the Devils nine. had one too. I thought they were at like nine or ten when we lost to them. I think it was but nine, the, and then we beat the them Sabres once and then they lost the second game or something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I just I don't I don't want to go into another off season where if we're like, oh, the young guys can just take over the reins because that's I definitely don't want that, that either. That's what we did the this last year and it, it obviously didn't work. Now it's not saying that those players couldn't rebound, but you can't but count on it. We can't, we can't count on them all mm. like being the the top of their game. So I, I definitely think they should go out and get a bigger name player. I mean, I personally would love Seth Jones. I think if you're gonna like just overhaul the third and fourth lines, like I don't know. To me, it's like, what's the fucking point? You still need number two, no matter what. Yeah. yeah no, I, I mean. I'm not a fan of expecting big things from our younger guys. The only guys I'm really expecting big things from, I I still, like a lot of Flyer fans should be, I still have so much faith in Carter Hart. I, I don't think that this season is anywhere, like, is any of, indication of what he oh, has here. As do I. I still have faith in him, but I'm not and, saying, like, he's not a Vezina guy next season. Oh, yeah, no, no. I don't think he's a Vezina guy next season. I don't. I never got the hype for, I mean, I saw so many things and people were like, well, Hart could be a Vesna trophy winner this year. I'm like, I do not think that's going to happen. Like, I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be bad or anywhere near as bad as he was this season. But I I didn't think it was a Vesna guy, which isn't a bad thing for a 22-year goalie to not be a Vesna goalie. But, I mean, like, obviously what happened happened and – I don't think it is any indication of where his career is going to go. But the only other young guy I really – well, actually, two guy, two young guys I think will step up. I think Wade Allison will step up and have a – I think his role will increase from the beginning of the season to the end of the season dramatically. And Joel Faraby, I, I, after the fact that he was the only young guy this year to actually – take that step forward, I have way more faith in him now than I did 12 months ago. I was praising Allison on Twitter the other day, and somebody goes, why are you giving me so much credit? And it's like, really? (laughs) It was like one of the few good things about this season. If he can keep that energy and pace up through a whole season, and obviously that's where the big question marks lie here, like, you have something. This guy could be special. You know, I I think he definitely holds that that potential to... To, to be that kind of difference maker. And Faraby is the only guy that didn't completely suck this season. And if he continues to develop over a full year with some kind of consistent line mate like 08 Allison, maybe you're looking at a potential 30-goal scorer here. You know? Except, yeah. I mean, those two I'm really excited about. That's about and it. That's, so those are the only two players I'll give the benefit of the doubt right now. As far I'm, as kind of, I'm kind of excited about yeah. York. I'm kind of excited about York. I'm just... I don't want to build up my expectations too high. Do you and, think he you know, makes the team? That's what's that. You know what? That's what's and and that's what's happening. People compare him to Caulfield, and I've been guilty yeah. of this. I went on a nice little rant this morning yeah. about it. But 
if we're comparing him to Caulfield, and Caulfield goes on to be this amazing goal scorer, and York is an acceptable defenseman, but maybe not elite, like, you're going to hate him more by comparison whether he's bad or not, right? It's like, (laughs) maybe let's – I think he's going to be good. I have a lot of faith in the kid, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I've said that about, you know, every defenseman that's come up through the system, and they all suck! So he looked I, he looked good in his like what four games of the team. Like he that. looked good. Four or five games, yeah. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, like he didn't wow us at all. At least for me, he didn't really wow me, which isn't a big deal because I mean it he's like nineteen, so nineteen at, or twenty. At that draft, I had a hunch they were gonna take Cam Cam York, but oh god, I wanted them to take Cole Caulfield so badly. So, oh so badly. God. I had a meltdown. So did I. <laughs> my dad. Like, I, my from dad. the U.S. National Team Development Program. And then their both of their names begin with a C. So I was like, oh, yes, this is it. This is it. And they were like, Cut. and I was like, oh, yes, yes, this is it. And they were like, Cammy work. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> I actually screamed. I screamed so loud. I was like. No, like, like you know this, you know the end of uh of Revenge of the Sith. No, where uh, yeah. uh where Vader yells, no! no. I was like that, but not as, but I didn't have as sexy of a voice as uh, uh, James Earl Jones. So, speaking of the what if factor, can people stop shit talking Ivan Provorov? He's gonna be fine. The, the doubt, like. You're creating issues that don't exist at this point when you're harping on this guy's bad season. He played top pair with fucking Justin Braun this season, okay? Like, he had zero help. Yeah, he was not great. But, like, if we're seriously going to be like, well, maybe this guy's not, well, maybe he actually sucks. Maybe he's like, I'm seeing all this shit on Twitter. I'm like, really, people? We're going to do this to Ivan Pro? Like... Why don't we talk about Travis Konechny sucking? No! He's fucking Wayne Gretzky. Ivan Provorov's the real problem on this team. I mean, it's I'm... it's the same thing we sort of saw, like, in the beginning of Provorov's career, where, like, he was, like, like good but not great. Yeah. And, like, he needed a steady partner, and he got that in Braun, because, like, that was, like, literally the only other guy on the defense that you could, like, He's the only part hold, comes close hold his to own play, up yeah. there. Yeah, it, only person who came close, so, so they were like, well, we probably shouldn't put Braun on the top line, but, like, it's not like we really have a choice. But that's, he's not the kind of player that compliments Provorov's game, and that's why Provorov suffered. Like, really unfortunately, worked. Provorov is never going to be a Victor Hedman kind of defenseman where he is the guy no. who stakes the claim in his, it's basically, like, his line and whoever else is on the pair is just kind of along for the ride. Like, he really needs a person to compliment the way that he plays. And Matt Niskanen did that. And it's no fault to Justin Braun that he doesn't. But the Flyers got to get somebody else to do it. And they got to find somebody for a long time. Team. That's why it's so important to find somebody like Jones, who you can lock yes. up for, like, ten years, and their contracts can run concurrent to each other, and they can be a partner till the end of time. That's how the best defensemen work. You know, it's not yeah. like, it's not like you know, Shea Weber has a different partner every year, or, or Ryan yeah, Ellis has a different partner every year, or Victor Hedman. Like, they're partnered with the same guys for years at a time. 
You know, you can't yeah. just give well, Provorov a different guy. You can't sign David Savard for two years and put him with Provorov and then move him back because he sucks and put Myers up there again. Like, you got to find somebody for Provorov to play with for the end of time. That's it. I and mean, wasn't it – I Alex Petrangelo with Jay Bomeister, so like – Yeah. They, Jay Bomeister isn't an elite defenseman. He was a good guy. He was a great defense, good defenseman. But, I mean, he was never, like, that guy who you were like, oh, man, I'm so excited to watch the Blues because of Jay Bomeister. And then he died on the bench. Yes. Yeah, that was sad to watch. That was. That was um, um, But I, it's another thing, the same thing that happened with Tar. I saw people saying that Ivan Provov could probably go for a Norris Trophy this year. And I'm like, why are they saying all these Flyers are going to go for trophies this year clean it, sweep of the nhl awards in philadelphia <laughs> travis connect is gonna get the art ross the heart are you the... guys seeing this i'm not seeing this anywhere bro flyers twitter it was all at the beginning not, yeah this it was, was yeah this, was this time last year essentially oh oh i thought yeah. you meant that you no, were no, seeing no, no, this no. today and i was like what Tra- Who is i'm this? sure if you look hard enough there are people that are still saying this shit but uh, yeah, I I remember seeing videos on like I can YouTube. think of one person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw videos on YouTube and like of like preseason like uh, predictions for trophies, and I saw several people mention Hart as a possible candidate, maybe a winner, and I would have loved it, but I just didn't see it. And I saw that with Ivan Provorov as well, and I was like, I don't think that'll happen. No disrespect to Provorov. The man's a fucking workhorse, and he he deserves to get some goddamn respect and some help on that blue line because, like, could you imagine him and Jones, like, two workhorses on the same line, night in, night out? I'm glad that you brought Seth Jones back up because I, I wanted to circle back to him. So, say... <laughs> Say Chuck Fletcher does the impossible and he does trade for Seth Jones. You have him for this coming season and then he's a UFA. Yep. What if hard. over the course of this season he, he must be like, UFA's older? He's here for the one year, but then he leaves in free agency and he does not re-sign with the team. That would be very Philadelphia. What Flyers. did he do then? Like who do we then get to play with I mean, Provorov forever? That's, that's still that's still the part that kind of scares me with the Seth Jones trade. It, depending on the trade, depending on what we give up, I mean, like it, it's it's a wor- it's a risk worth taking, as long as we're not like, like if we if if we get an extension done, and then and when we get the trade done, like then the deal is pretty much worth it, unless if like it turns into what happened with the Duchesne trade, where everyone thought that the Ottawa Senators stole the trade and then Colorado that's just completely fleeced Nashville and Ottawa. Like unless if that happens with an extension being handed, like I'm pretty okay with like getting him in a trade, but like getting him in a trade without a contract extension immediately does worry me because See, the you issue know, is the values aren't gonna be the same. The f- yeah. you, you don't think if Chuck Fletcher calls up Yarmo Kekalainen and goes, "Hey, we want Seth Jones. What's going on with his contract?" Like that's going to be the first thing he asks is, "Are you willing yeah, to sign a contract 100%. in Philadelphia?" And that's he, if you if you bring him in and he signs an extension right away, you're going to pay out the nose to the fucking guy. If 
you're going to call him and he doesn't want to resign, he's not going to commit to it, that trade's not going to be the same as it would if he signs an extension. It's going to be a lot less value. So the best thing you can do is probably get him cheap, you know, cheaper in a deal, and hope that this team gets their shit together this year so he finds it fit to stay in Philadelphia rather than go and miss the fucking playoffs and look like shit. And he goes, I'm the fuck piecing out of here, you know, and and moving on. I see all those, all the rumor, or all the rumors about how he wants to go to Colorado, which who the fuck doesn't? (laughs) Exactly. Who who doesn't? Um, And I I remember uh, someone, uh, I don't remember where it was, but uh, some website said that he was only going to, that he wouldn't sign in a contract extension with any team except the Colorado Avalanche. Where's Colorado going to get the money from? Uh, and then Seth Jones's Seth Jones. mom, Seth Mo- Seth Jones's mom, uh, screenshot that and tweeted out like something like false or, or like debunking that. And I mean, I I'm just kind of you know still not getting a contract extension immediately does still worry me, unless if we unless if it is like. Not that much that we give up for Seth Jones without a contract extension. But, like, if my question is if Chuck Fletcher, like, talks to Seth Jones, like, during these trade negotiations, and Seth Jones says, like, there's almost a not, there's like a 99% chance I won't sign with you guys at the end of the season, does Chuck still do the trade? Is it worth it? I don't think so. I mean, they've already ruled themselves out of Hamilton, so they almost have no choice but to get Jones. But uh, I don't know. It, it would be... I wonder if he would be so willing to shoot down a deal without ever playing here. Um, you know, I don't think he would be that so sure. If but... non-committal, you know, then it probably won't happen. But it, it's prob- he's probably looking for some team to wow him. You know, you got to get, exactly. you got to bring mean, on Jones, and like, and then that's even more pressure on Fletcher to go out and continue to build, and not just sign Jones and go back to fucking hibernation for the rest of the summer. You know, he's exactly. going to have to to make some more moves to entice Jones to stay here further. You know, and, and sign a contract and partner next to Provo until the end. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, I, I'm going to bring up Buffalo again. Like, Buffalo didn't just go out and get. Taylor, I mean, obviously it didn't work, but like, but like, Kevin Adams didn't just sign Taylor Hall. He went out and he got, he got Eric Stahl as a big part to bring in too. And he, bringing up Dylan Cousins as well was like, he he didn't just go out and get Hall, which is something that Chuck Fletcher should should take note of, even though it didn't work in Buffalo because it's it Buffalo. seems why would anything because work? it's Buffalo. <laughs> Exactly. Why, why would anything work in Buffalo, apparently? Uh, although, granted, this is Philadelphia. Why would anything work in Philadelphia? That is true. We're on the same way <laughs> so, these days. So, like... I think I think Chuck, Chuck's job as the GM is to play the long game, and I don't think he would make a trade for Jones without being fairly confident that he could sign an extension if it wasn't right away or signing him to an extension immediately. Yes. I just don't see 
what Chuck Fletcher. I don't see in the Flyers something that could really wow Seth Jones. I mean, he could very well go get something this summer. Chuck could very well go get something this summer, and that could completely change the way this team works. Or, or the young guys can rebound like we were hoping. <laughs> like, all hoping. Young guys I, don't but rebound. I, I, I really don't Players think. Players will go anywhere if you throw enough money at them. So there's that. That's true. But do you really feel like having an albatross of a contract? I mean, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not afraid to overpay. Like, I would rather overpay Seth Jones than I would overpay David Savard. That is true. Me too. Although I wouldn't do a contract like, I wouldn't pay Seth Jones in the $10 million bracket. That's if you, if just that's ludicrous. What We're not talking that. I'm more in the $8 million range, but. I mean, like, what if he, what if he thinks he's worth more than eight million dollars? Especially, especially, what if he want, what if he wants eight million dollars to not go to Colorado? More than eight million dollars to not, like, that's the thing. It's not Possible. just what does he think he's worth. It's like, because I remember when the Tavares sweepstakes were all around. Like, Tavares signed eleven million dollars a year in Toronto, but reportedly, he, he was in talks with. Uh, with San Jose for thirteen million dollars, like because pl- going somewhere you don't necessarily want to go to, not enough will money make in the world. Want to pay more? <laughs> yeah. So it, I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like I am against going for Jones because I'm I'm very much not, and if if Chuck Fletcher. If we ever get that tweet that says the Flyers have acquired Seth Jones in a trade, I would jump up and down with joy. I hope something like that happens just to watch Flyers Twitter burn to the ground. They made a trade! How dare they make a trade! We don't need a trade! This team's great! Travis and Harper! I mean, I think he'll make at least eight. Oh, yeah. Um, But I don't... He... I, I'd be shocked if he if he got more than what Petrangelo is making because that's kind of the bar. It depends on if you think Alex Petrangelo is, or if you think Seth Jones is better than Alex Petrangelo. And at this point, I don't, Not I don't at this current know moment, what no. the consensus is. But I, I mean, Seth Jones is consistently like, you know, seen as a top defenseman in this league. Like but people who say that they don't want this guy, are, they're out of their minds. The thing is that it's not always just what what us as fans necessarily see him as because you know you you do have now thirty one other GMs that are trying to do the exact same thing as you, but trying to do it better than you and seemingly are doing it better than any GM the Flyers will ever have because why would we ever have anything good happen to us? <laughs> um, but like. You could I could a hundred percent see another team, like maybe a team like Seattle say, "Hey, we have a lot of contract space. We could give you a good term and cap." Like we we don't know what the what the makeup of the Seattle roster could be. They could very well they could very They'll well be pretty good. Yeah, one a way lot or of, the other. Yeah, 
but they could go for like a low cap team to add a high end piece during this off season. They're definitely going to follow they... Vegas's uh, lead there. They're going to do exactly. what they have to do. Yeah, they're, they're going to hope teams deal. are going to shoot themselves on the exactly. foot. Exactly. They're going to shoot themselves in the foot, and then they're going to wheel and deal later, get a whole bunch of picks and prospects, and eventually they're going to – I mean, they're going to – the thing is, any expansion team these days are going to be good because the caliber of player you're getting is so much better. You know, even look back in, like, the Blue Jackets and Wild, they just got a bunch of grinders and fighters and enforcers, and they suck – 25 years later, you know? They got still Rostislav Klesla. And, and you know, don't you ever say anything about Rostislav Klesla. I did say they bet. I said they got him. Damn I don't know why him. I have such a vivid memory of him from my childhood, but I do. Um, but uh, it's like, you're going to get a good team out of this expansion draft. Even if they pick all the shit players, you're still going to get a pretty good team. And yep. uh, I don't know. They're, they're going to be very competitive. And... That's the funny thing is, so like, the Vegas Golden Knights had, like, I believe they made three selections in the first round in 2017. And they traded away two of those picks. Uh, against one right Branch, now. Branstrom, uh, Branstrom to Ottawa and Suzuki to Montreal. Don't you find it funny that Vegas gave away the two best prospects from that first round that they picked? And Cody Glass is still, like, a fringe NHL player. I don't know how good Eric Brandstrom is because I don't pay attention to Ottawa. But, I mean, that that's just how, like, trading prospects go sometimes. Yeah. Like, Suzuki was not ranked as their best prospect. And they Glass got, was. What, 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 that was the, the Pacioretty deal, right? That was the Pacioretty yes. trade, yeah. Mm, that's a perfectly fine player to give up a top prospect for. <laughs> and I mean, he he panned out, and yeah. you know, glasses. That's that's the game sometimes with prospects. You, but you, it, it is see, it is funny now. That's one of those things with prospects that I don't think Flyers fans totally understand is like their currency. Not everybody's making the roster. First of all, it's just a, a physical yeah. impossibility. But talent wise, nobody makes the roster. You know, you get rid of people like Morgan Frost who are on the outside looking in, borderline guys. You trade him somewhere for a big piece in return. Ideally, Frost goes on to be successful with them, and you get a good player out of it. Pacioretty, perfect example. Pacioretty has been with, you know, Vegas, and they're dominating the playoffs, and you get Suzuki for the Canadians who have a bright future with that kid. You know, it's just exactly. that's, that's how this deal works. Bronstrom, I, I believe he's still like a fringe guy kind of thing. He spent most of the season on the taxi squad, but uh, still a theoretical top defensive prospect which means he may be a flyer one day we're just gonna hold on to his potential to the fucking end of time with no actual <laughs> results oh my god <sighs> but he, he he would be a perfect fit for the flyers to trade for potential hasn't quite hit the nhl yet it'll probably and not right be very good defenseman. when he gets here huh. mm-hmm. he's right-handed though we gotta get that right-handed defenseman <laughs> i'm a right-handed defenseman i can play I can handle. I also, There's no I, way I'm worse than Travis Sanheim. There's no way. Can, do you have I to drink right feet. in the microphone there, Noah? Yeah, jeez, Noah. Yeah. Jesus. I I am way. I can actually stay on my feet though. So that is I not the content our listeners want. No, that, it is exactly what they want to hear. You barely have any listeners left, Noah. You better not scare the rest of them off. Oh yeah, who are all these people saying that they don't like Noah's show? Is it that they don't like Noah or they don't like me? Oh, they don't like Noah. It's not you. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
I always enjoy doing shows where I'm not the villain. Somebody else outranks me in terms of the hatred scale. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of people who hate Noah. Oh, boy. I was telling Noah this earlier, but I have a bone to pick with Mr. Shane Mead. Now, Shane said a couple of weeks ago on Flyer Side Chat that he's, quote, on the fence, whether that's about me as a person or about me as a podcaster. But I reached out to him to kind of quell his fears <laughs> about me, and I received no response. <laughs> I, am, I am calling you out right now. I want to hear from you. I want to know, know what I did to hurt you. All I've done is compliment your silky smooth voice. We have a mutual friend. I thought we were cool. Like, what gives? What did I do to you? Is it because I made fun of your beanie that one time? <laughs> I just, I need, I need answers. Can any of my co-hosts get along? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your response to me, Katie. What? And, it, and he hates you, which makes no sense. <laughs> do you guys talk regularly? No, but I, oh, I like, tweeted okay. him directly and was like, Shane, I'm disappointed that you're on the fence about me. Um, and then I just got, I just got radio silence. Wow, Shane! But I think he, meant, he, meant, he mentioned something about I think me and Noah on Flyerside chat today. And then that's when I remembered that I never heard back from him. I mean, he definitely talked means- a lot about Noah. I remember that, but I don't remember if he said anything about you or not. Yeah, Shane, I, and I actually talked to. Like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about records. What? <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty nice conversation. Shane, you're killing the gimmick here. <laughs> Actually, I'm killing the gimmick because I probably was not supposed to talk about that. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I mean, because it's not like you, you can't... secret stuff over there you can't talk <laughs> about. Ooh. I mean, it's not like you're going to you know fight him at Nick's wedding anymore. Apparently, that's off. Oh, no, no it's, it's, not. it's still on. We just have to crash the wedding. We're just not invited. We're just not invited. Can, you, can we wedding. get the whole brotherly squad, uh, brotherly pod squad together and just roll in and crash his wedding? Oh, absolutely. Shane with the, Shane with a tuxedo beanie. Oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it wasn't even a tuxedo beanie. The one that he, uh, whatever the hell, I don't remember what the hell that conversation was about, but the one he had, it was like a like a flyer's one. It was like a camo flyer's beanie. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? It wasn't even beanie. It was one of the things like the ear flaps and the strings hanging down. Like a complete psychopath. Like a winter Shane, hat. Are you, Shane, are you going ice fishing in Alaska? <laughs> yeah, he's going ice fishing. Shane Mead. Oh, wait. I want to talk about it because he liked to bring up my tweets a lot. Yeah. I want to bring up what the fuck? <laughs> it's not really a beanie. It's, it's just, not really. Uh, it, though, that That is not a beanie. It's an argyle like hat. A, a, a Shane, hat. Shane, please, please explain this tweet. Oh, boy. Anyone else get fully erect whilst walking through the bread aisle? I did see that. <laughs> I was... know who responded? <laughs> Steve. Steve. Wait, why are we talking about Steve. Because he also gets erect in bread aisles, apparently. <laughs> he he replied with a gif of Oprah saying, I love bread. What? I don't know. 
Anyone else? Yeah, that's what it says. Huh. <laughs> yes. Period. Reply. Well, Daniel, you're erect all the time. Well, that is true. <laughs> oh, do you have evidence of this, Noah? <laughs> uh, it's listen. also potential. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> bye. Oh, Lord. Listen, what you two do on your own time is none of my business. Apparently, uh, Braden Point extended his playoff po- uh, goal streak to nine straight games. Apparently, Kucherov left after getting trucked by Matt Barzo. Yeah. Good. I can't believe Tampa is still like $20 million over the cap. Like, that was so, like, it's so obvious that they circumvented it, but like, since they technically were like following the rules. See, like, my issue with this is like, it's Kucherov, though. It's not like it's, you know, JVR or something who's completely fucking useless on a big contract. Like, Kucherov is like a top five player in the league, you know, and he was out. So they did do it, but it's not like they did it in a completely bullshit way, but it's bullshit, nonetheless. Well, the Blackhawks did it with Kane back in 2013. They Kane was out, and um, they they were over the cap, and... They weren't over the cap as much as Tampa is, but still, like, they were over the cap because Kane came back. So, like. Oh, here's a deal. You want Claude Giroux's game-worn reverse retro jersey? It's $4,000. Good lord. Oh, wait, I was. Nate Prosser is 1000 But he wore it in the game. Yeah. And he scored that cool goal. Carter wait, Hart's is 5000 reverse 000. retro. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking the outdoor stadium series. Think, Katie. Think. Sorry, sorry. Nate Prosser's is one thousand. His game issued is eight hundred. Where do you I see? Saw, the, I saw a trade. It's on a for Jack Eichel. I saw a trade for Jack Eichel. It was a. It was a. Uh, there was a. There's an article about five. Five or seven potential trades for Jack Eichel, and one of them was from the Flyers, and it was we didn't have to give up Katuria. I think it was a first Travis Sanheim, Travis Konechny, and Nolan Patrick. Something see, this, along those lines. The second you said it didn't involve Katuria, I was like, there's no way they see, do that. that. See, that's my ultimate thing. When I see these that. deals, like what was it one of the I don't know who the hell it was the other day. Bleacher Report or something put out the deal. What was it like? Konechny, Ghost, Frost, and a first or something like that. And it's oh, that like, might have been the that's one. That's so stupid. Of. It's just the thing is that's just not realistic. Exactly. Like like it's the, not at all. The biggest issue is I don't think that's enough value in a bubble. If you're dealing with the Flyers and Sabers, just one on one, no outside teams, I don't think that alone is enough individually to make it happen. But once you include teams like the Rangers and Wild and Kings that have all these depth and all these prospects that are willing to give those pieces up, the Flyers, there's no way the Flyers could come close to anything that the Rangers would throw at them value-wise just because they've got so many goddamn good prospects. Unless you would throw in a Couturier and just hope that they would be fine with the fact that he's almost 30 years old and needs a contract next year. You know, it's just, I don't see a deal working out in that sense, but I'm not going to let the idea of him coming to the Flyers die. 
Speaking of Minnesota. Not yet. Not yet. Speaking of Minnesota, what about all this stuff with Kaprizov? I mean, <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. Oh, that he's going back to Russia? I I don't think I think it's just a ploy. I think he's just trying to get more money. Is I honestly UFA? He may legitimately be. He's out. an RFA. Oh. Yeah, I. Like, why the fuck am I playing in this dump? And then he goes back to Russia. If he actually leaves Minnesota, I think, I think I'd laugh. That would be like the greatest. <laughs> they spent so much time waiting for 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 them for like six years. And, We've heard uh, it so long. For like six years. Just wait for we heard it so many times. And then he's there for one year. Comes in one year. Win the call dominates and then, and like then leaves. Awesome. It's like it's like a more successful Vadim Shipachev or what's his name, right? The guy who, the guy who, uh, who's supposed to be the next um, Kucherov because he was coming over from the. He's coming over How from was the. That? <laughs> yeah, what was that my noise? Dad, my dad. What the? Oh. Fuck? That's a very heavy <laughs> footstep. Hello, Mr. Kaplan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the guy who, uh, I think I it was Vadim Chipachev, who Vegas signed, and then he left after like a month because he wasn't getting the playing time he wanted. Well, because he stunk. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I remember that. So Kaprizov could just be a more successful Chipachev. I wish the Flyers process would flee overseas at the slightest inconvenience. To get rid of fucking Konechny when he doesn't score, that'd be great. Hey, whatever happened to Roman Lubimov? You he, guys remember him? They signed him. He didn't play any games, and he darted back to Russia. <laughs> Same yeah. thing happened with Medvedev. He signed one year, and oh, rode yeah, the bench Medvedev. for the entire season. And then he's like, no, I'm not doing this shit, and left. Oh, man. <sighs> Medvedev. I remember, I, I remember hearing that he was supposed to be, like, the next... Supposed to be our next best blue liner since Chris Pronger. I never heard that, and I'm glad I did. He was supposed to be really good. He was apparently good in Russia, but he was like 35 and he was, he was old as shit. Yeah, he was really old. And everyone was like, he's only going to get better. I'm like, what do you mean, only going to get better? He's done. <laughs> he's a top guy in the KHL, but just never, never even got the chance here. I mean, that's, that's sort of the. Uh... I, that's sort of the, you know, draw or uh, a drawback from going after KHL guys. I mean, you you'll have success stories like you'll you'll have guys who played in Russia Super League or KHL like Alex Ovechkin or or Evgeny Malkin who came over and still dominated. But then you'll have guys like Nikita Gusev who was supposed to be amazing and. Huge steal, it's and it's a different he, league. It's a different rank. It's a different size. It's a different speed of the game, and it's just—it's the same thing when you know you go from junior to the professional leagues. Not everybody makes that jump because it's not easy, and the the Europeans especially. Like this is why you know Sandstrom and Ustminko were two top guys there for a while, and it's like oh they're gonna be so great, and then they come over, they play North American ice, and they're like shit. And I already see people talking up Urson. They're like oh this guy's gonna be backing up Carter Hart within two years. I'm like what? You know, let's see. No. Let's see what he looks Crazy like talk. when he plays one fucking game in professional leagues. Let's see if he can acclimate to the North American ice better. 
because not everybody does. And after we just saw two completely fail, I'm not super interested in putting more eggs in the basket. I would say. Why can't we just I make the ice bigger? Why can't Kano. we just have a universal rink size? Why do we have to be difficult? Not a bad idea. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Sandstrom has failed, especially Sandstrom because. Oh no! I because he played well at the listen. At the this end. was I'm, my boy. I like Sandstrom. I like him more than Usminko, but he's not the guy. He's not. I don't think he. I don't think he will be. I once Usminko comes back, he's passed him on the depth chart just by default because they're going to give him a chance to rebound to what he was before. He was the favorite before, and he's the favorite now. I, I love Sandstrom. I, I I like him more than Usminko, but I, I just I just don't think he's anything to this organization beyond just a guy to plug in the minors for this season. Uh, just, you know, to keep him from fleeing to Europe and throwing another bad look on everybody. Where do you think Urson ends up? Do you think he plays in Lehigh Valley? Do you think he goes down to Reading? I would assume it's Reading. And you give Sandstrom and Usminko the chance of the AHL. But if they want to rehab Usminko, depending on what his situation looks like, I haven't heard many updates lately. You know, maybe he gets ECHL time to get the starts and the rehab, and you split with Urson and Sandstrom up top. That's possible too. But I think either way, Sandstrom's probably going to be your 1A in Lehigh next year. Unless they resign Lion, which if they do that, I'm fucking quit anyway. Man, if we sign Alex Lyon. Of all the things that would finally send Dan away. That's it. That, it if they re-sign re Lyon, I quit. Lyon. I'm done. I can't <laughs> deal with Alex Lyon for another year. I just can't. I'm, I'm Is he that bad? I don't really pay attention. I've watched him. him every night in Lehigh Valley for, what was it, 2016 he showed up? Sweet Jesus. Every night I can't take it anymore. And he's not, the thing is, he's not even good. He does, he makes it to the NHL. Yeah, looks like the same shitty right. goaltender he's had chances every year for like four straight years. Yeah. I, just, I can't. I cannot do another year of Alex Lyon. I'd rather take that Temple kid over Alex Lyon. The, oh Christ, what the hell was his name? Put me in, coach. Eric Samborski, right? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Man. I wonder what he's doing these days. Probably sharpening skates at the Flyer Skate Zone. Wow, that's mean. <laughs> that's yeah, he's Noah. What if he that's... listens to this show? Well, well, that's what he fan. was doing. That's what he was doing when he when he was the emergency backup goalie. Who are you to judge anybody? I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's probably what. No, he's, he's trying to backtrack now. Yeah, now he's backtracked because he insulted someone. Unbelievable. I. Tisk tisk. Hurt his feelings, I'm sure. Yeah, really. Sorry, Eric, if you're listening. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> Daniel. Referred to me by my full first name. Yeah. Those are some fighting words, Noah. That's actually one word. Are you word, trying to so start a fighting fight? word? Oh, this match is going to be a three-way now. Noah v. Shane v. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no. If, 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 if Shane gives me a better answer, then I will join him, and we will fight Noah together. So it's a handicap match, or it's a three-way, depending on the results of the Katie exactly. Shane uh, I want to know what's going on with the dance-off. We're just going to have to go to some fields somewhere. the third time, we're crashing Nick's wedding, and you're doing the dance-off there. Yeah, Nick. What about that concept is so hard to grasp? <laughs> 
Nick's going to keep everything a secret. He's not going to post anything about it <laughs> no, until after until the over. wedding. Well, this is why we don't go through Nick. We go through the fiance. That is true. Do we, do we know the fiance? I do. Oh, we can. <laughs> Daniel knows the I fiance. Know. Yeah, see, there we go. We already have an in. <laughs> Get ready, Nick. Nick gives her. I can't believe we're not invited to his wedding. What did we do wrong? I know, right? The hell? I mean, Daniel only calls him fifty plus years old every single time. That's just a fucking fact. (laughs) It's like when you call Betty White old. Like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) So is Nick as old as Betty White? Probably close. Yeah. I'm not sure many living creatures on the planet are as old as Betty White, actually, but... Isn't she turning 100 next year? Something like that. Yeah. Good for her. I hope I make it to 26, let alone 100. Yeah, same. (sighs) Are we going to have another birthday party when it's my birthday? (gasps) I I, I don't know if I can drink again. Oh, not like that. (laughs) See, you say that every every time. I had my first drink two days ago. Since the your birthday party, I had a sangria the other night. That was the first time I drank since the birthday party. Wow! It was just like one one glass too. I didn't even get fucked up because I just I don't know. I just, just this time I'll be fucked up at Dan's birthday party. Oh yeah. To be fair, I'm pretty sure all three of us were pretty good and drunk by the time that show was over. That's true. <laughs> I was I was like drunk for the middle of it, but like as as it ended. I started to like sober up. I well, you were hard. You were like gone. I was gone. You were gone. I was I gone like, for most of the next. Day. I was too tired. <laughs> I was too. I get tired when I'm drunk, and then I got too tired to drink. So then I'm just like, mm. although not as tired as I was after last Noah Lee. Bro, pod. Katie, you missed a hell of a show last time. <laughs> Noah like fell asleep on me. Did he really? Yeah. I could- Oh, listening to the show. No, it was not during was the after, show. It was yeah. after the show. Oh, after we... Leftovers? No, he no, we didn't cut record leftovers. leftovers. Sure. Because yeah. it was so boring because he didn't provide any content because there's no bickering back and forth. So I was he like, fuck this, not. and we're not recording it. And he Man, just... you guys, you guys and really then I decided to get Yeah, content. I missed the content. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to hear me be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's movies in my head. I'm like, okay, no... Did I say say that? Yeah, you're like, there's an advertisement right now. I usually am free on Wednesdays, but last Wednesday it was uh, my brother's graduation from middle school. So you don't graduate from from middle middle school. school. That's bullshit. So I I felt like I should. I felt like I should watch that because it was a live stream. Because I couldn't go in person. Because it's well, you could have live streamed. You could have live streamed and done the show. No, 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 no. I couldn't have done that. <laughs> it's middle Listen, school. Who the fuck cares? When I want to multitask, I just don't take my ADHD medication. I do twelve things at once. I don't. My brain like does not have the capacity to multitask. Like I just got to do one thing or the other. That sounds like a you problem. Oh, I am fully admitting it is a me problem. But like the first step is acceptance. All I gotta do. That's I don't know. It's just how my brain is. (sighs) 
Now you're yeah. heavy breathing into the microphone. Can you please be Gosh, Noah. Better. Is that bad? Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> wow, Katie. I see how it is. Yeah, I'd you're... Bite, I'd bite you onto my show, and this is the type of respect I give. You guys didn't uh, even last a week without me. Actually, it's been... Actually, it's been a it's been a week. Yeah, and she's here now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and I'm here. Why are we doing shows on back to back weeks? When did this happen? How did I get talked into this? You, <laughs> wait, the people you, just want the tangy them. content. You the love me, content. Dad. You love me. <laughs> my, I, I, I've done I think I think that yeah, is, is going to make us lose all of our listeners. <laughs> just that right there. Right there. That was enough to. Uh... They're just like this. Possibly can't get worse, can it? it I say that worse. literally every week, <laughs> and then somehow. And then I say, "What's up, Noah Nation?" And you're like, "Fucking." Christ. I've said that for every episode for 350 episodes now, and for somehow it still finds a way to uh, reach new lows. Wait, I was dying at work today. I was listening to Flyerside Chat, and you played him Noah's intro from yeah. the last show. <laughs> and it was so funny, because Shane was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and, you were, and you just kept going like, I can't believe he says this every to- show I cringe every time it happens. Noah Nation is the most cringy fucking shit I've ever heard. <laughs> That's kind of why I did it. <laughs> now it's just a gimmick to annoy the shit out of me every week. It just yeah. annoys me because it's too close to Nova Nation. That's why I, that, I, meet, I oh thought boy. of Nova Nation and I thought of a shirt I had. And I was like, Nova, Noah, oh my god. Oh my I had an god. epiphany. Your big brain power put to work. That's my big brain. brain power. That's his big college brain thinking right there. <laughs> that's that's oh Noah's brain on summer vacation. Doesn't change much when it's not in summer vacation, to be honest. I was going to say, I don't notice a difference. I don't know if I was supposed to. You're not supposed to. (laughs) You okay there, Daniel? I'm trying to read. I don't want my glasses up here. Why are you reading? You have to read. Reading sucks. Wow. That's why your articles (laughs) suck, because you don't know how to read. Oh shit, writing composition, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay, Daniel. I'm gonna have to duck in a second. You guys are gonna start fighting. Dan, you're you're a music teacher, right? The last episode of Noelie Pod. (laughs) The breakup was just too much. I was just fighting everybody. You know what? Why? This is why you don't have any friends. Fucking be nice to your coworkers for Christ's sake. Yeah, really. It's hard when all of you are being mean to me. We're just reciprocating the violence we get first. You I didn't say anything yeah. to Shane, and then he starts coming at me. This had to start. Yeah, Shane, somewhere. I've been nothing but nice to oh, you, boy. and then you just say you're on the fence about. That's true. Me. Shane has been a dick no to sense. all of us for no reason. Should I message Shane right now and tell him to respond to you just so this? <laughs> No, I want, I want, I want to hear it from him without you pressuring him. <laughs> Please respond to Katie. He's never gonna find it. It was like a week ago or two weeks ago. Oh boy! 
Shane don't don't have, don't uh, send him anything. I want him to listen to this. <laughs> he there, he does he, not listen to No Holy Pod. He's smart. He I will call him out again every <laughs> single week until he does. Good Katie, call that bastard out. I can call him whatever name I want because he's not going to listen no matter what. That is true. You can me. You could put his name in bold letters, capitalized, in the uh, in the description. He'd be like, mm. eh. no. Shane, you dirty, dirty animal. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Daddy, listen. She's not mad. She's disappointed. <laughs> Why won't Dad listen to my podcast? Did you just refer to Shane as your dad? He referred to me as his dad as well. As my wait, he referred to himself as my dad. I don't know how I feel about that. It's in his bio, so it is in his bio. you know what? Wait, his bio says that he's your dad. Yeah. Go look at his bio. It has my, it has my, it has my Twitter handle and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. The only host for at Brotherly Pod. Hey, I take offense to that, Shane. He didn't even get an honorable mention in the in best pot and best co-host on the on the Brotherly Puck Awards. Yeah, take that, Shane. You should call him the Pucky Awards. No. Oh. I don't like those. You don't like what? Brotherly, the Brotherly Puck Awards is fine. Yeah. What's wrong with the name? I don't think why don't the trophies be called the Puckies? They're the brotherlies. I think that's what Manny calls them. Oh, they are. Yeah. The puckies. That's so stupid. Yeah, Noah. Noah. Use your college brain and think for once. <laughs> he used it all in creating Noah Nation. It's just there's nothing left. That is true. I, I used it. Noah Nation. <laughs> oh, God. It's alliteration. I was told in English class that's a good way to get attention. You want to capture the attention. You want to hold it in your hand softly. <laughs> hurt bird. <laughs> <laughs> you want to care what for... What has the show turned into? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you want to care for... Do you the... want to lecture me about any other literary devices, Noah? So onomatopoeia is a thing like when you go, bam, pow. That also is an attention grabber. What'd you get on your AP English, Noah? <laughs> I didn't do AP English. That shit's hard. Same. I did. Wow, nerd. Yeah, I'm smart. Smarter than you. That's probably true. <laughs> it's not hard, Katie. That is hard. It's not my fault you set the bar on the floor, Noah. <laughs> Hey, it's not on the floor, but it's pretty damn close. It's like it's like when the it's like when the guy doing the limbo goes as low as you can go. Like that's where the bar is. (laughs) 
Is that what is that the dance you're gonna do at uh, Nick's wedding? I can't give away my secrets. <laughs> it's a Katie. battle strategy, Katie. Katie, if I if I give Shane my hand, if I turn my hand to Shane, he will see everything. He Actually, will go out and defeat me, and I don't do that. Scorched earth policy, Katie. Scorched do earth. You- do you say, do you, would you think that you're more limber than Shane? Like, do you think you could go lower under the limbo bar than Shane could? I don't know. I'm not apparently, that. <laughs> he, apparently, Shane's a very good dancer. He was mad at me that I questioned him for his dancing abilities, but. Uh... I didn't question your dancing ability, Shane. In fact, I only affirmed them. I knew you'd be a good dancer, and yet. You've disappointed me anyway. <laughs> a dramatic lean in to Zayna. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm not very flexible, if I'm being honest. Aren't you uh, supposed to be? You're a swimmer. I don't have to be flexible to be a swimmer. I just have to be flexible in the right places. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what we're talking about? Uh, all right, time, time. That's it. <laughs> Katie's gone. She's like, okay, I've heard enough. My t- Katie's like, my time on No Only Pod has come to a close. She's going to be happy to go back to Sisterly Pod. What do you mean? This is my show. She got two shows. Okay. Sure. Dan, you have every show. I can have two. Yeah. This is my oh. show. Is Who said? It? Me. It sounds like you're outnumbered here. This is a two-to-one vote now. Exactly. Well, Majority rules. Who has the name on the podcast? Me. Listen, listen. It doesn't matter you're, what it's called. You're you're the figurehead, but I am the puppet master. Yeah. I am the face of this entire website. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me stop you right there. Dude, you know what? Actually, wait. I'm th- I I wish that I went up against Dan in the in the finals. Because if I won, I would have de- I would have bet him that if I won in the finals for the uh, for the uh, fantasy hockey league, if I won, my face had to be the uh, the profile picture of brotherly puck for a week. A week? I did a day. I know it would have been it would have been week. harder. No. Imagine brotherly puck, but instead of <laughs> instead of the nice logo, it's my face. That's how we lose all of our readers and listeners, Noah. That's how you gain. It, it's probably a good idea that you're not a marketing major in college because that is not that is not how you uh. Shush, spread. Catherine. The Greenwich are talking. Oh, <laughs> this is the second time tonight you've used my full name. The third time. What what did I what what did I do to you, Noah? Why why are you so hostile this evening? Can you hear the fireworks in the background, by the way? No, I I wouldn't have known there were fireworks if you hadn't mentioned it. I can hear them. Started. Oh, is it is it like uh that the annual Philly suburbs pre Fourth of July fireworks special every night for about the past three weeks. <laughs> Interesting. Don't you just love it in the oh, pe- yeah. the people behind me do fireworks like every night for like 
two yeah. weeks before and two weeks after the 4th of July. And I'm like, are you joking? You big shit, too. This is like aerial stuff they're setting on. This isn't just Roman candles. This is big shit. There are no fireworks where I am. Must be nice. It is, yeah, it is rather quiet. That is really nice. I wish I lived in the middle of nowhere. I don't even live in the middle of nowhere. Well, I meant I meant just in general. I, I wasn't like saying that you live in the middle of nowhere. I was just saying I would uh-huh. like to live in the middle of nowhere. You can go out and build a tent. You no want one. to live in the middle of nowhere? Listen, I would love. There's probably bodies of water in the lake. I well, would yeah, love do you think all those to go to go some to random cabin, cabin in, in the, the woods in north in in the North Yukon Territory. Just live there. Pretend to be the abominable snowman. Go into town every so often. Get some food. Go back. Live my life. Just, that is just way too like cold for me, especially during the winter. Well, here's the thing, Katie. You get a bunch of blankets. That's the- still not enough. What if I have to leave? <laughs> a bunch of blankets. What? You don't. Why would you need to leave if you? You know, just if I need food. You had the costume. Just put on blankets underneath the costume and make the costume really fucking furry, Katie. What costume am I wearing? I I literally just said I dress up as the abominable snowman and go into town, get some food, and go back home. Were you listening? Oh, boy. No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Simpletons. Wait, wait, did you say simple thins? Simple tins. <laughs> okay. So apparently Good. you never sent Shane anything. Um, I did. Ooh, drama's heating up. Oh, Kucherov left the game. Dan said that like 20 minutes ago. Oh, did he? I'm oh, sorry, I'm just seeing it now. No, I... Listening is not I Katie's strong at him. Hey, shut up, Noah. <laughs> that is not my strong suit. <laughs> it was on June 9th. Which was like three ago. weeks ago. Ninth. My tweet says, and I quote, I took a listen to Flyerside chat today, and I've got to say, at Shane Mead, I'm very hurt you're still on the fence about me after all I've done is compliment your silky smooth voice, sad face. Why don't I just fucking copy that tweet and put it in there then? I feel like that's much easier than trying to... What's your name? Kate? Oh, that's right. Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick, but the A in Patrick is a four. <laughs> People tweet you a lot less make, than I do. You should, make your, you should make your Twitter handle Shane Mead, but the A in Shane is a four. <laughs> and, the, the sh- and then make his profile picture my profile picture <laughs> yes they won't know the difference Shane Mead but the A and Shane the A and Shane and the A and Mead are both fours and the E's are threes and then we can spell out our yeah. full entire fucking name when it's 20 characters long M-A-N-N-Y don't drag Manny into this. Manny is such a good soul. To this day, he's never spelled out his handle again. Because <laughs> you bullied him. I did I nothing. You bullied, bullied him so much. I'm on all of us. I, I'm just. It's my civic duty to make sure everybody has easy Twitter handles. 
another one of you do. Nice. You know, I know I know one word to get Daniel off his rocker. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> say okay. it. I want to see it. Dan, look at, Dan looking around like he's going to find me somewhere in his closet. <laughs> I'm going to put some, say some fucking Harry Potter shit and all of a sudden, <laughs> he's there with a... Hadorkus Saborkus. Fucking dragon, <laughs> fucking dragon comes comes right down your chimney. I don't think I have a chimney. It can go up my chimney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I see you're allowed to make gay jokes, but when I do, you do it all the time. Yeah, it's a hate crime, Noah. You can't do it. I can. <laughs> I didn't say it's bad. I just said you do it. Kenny's losing her shit over there. <laughs> that was funny. I had to mute myself for a second. I didn't I, see. No, I have the decency to mute myself before I make a you know incoherent noise in the middle of my microphone. Yeah, she's a professional. Wait, did you just say you had to mute yourself for a bit? No, I said I had to mute myself. Oh. Pay attention. Jeez, like, yeah. Listen, Noah. I see that's not. Why your don't thoughts. you like? Ex- why don't you accentuate better? Why don't you enunciate? Boom. That is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's why it's a English. Oh god. That is the right. <laughs> no, Noah's never gonna recover from this. Look at his face. That one, this one's over. This is the worst thing you've ever said to him. <laughs> He's wrecked beyond repair. Have we been going an hour and 20 minutes already? Sweet Jesus. We have. All right, Noah, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, wrap this up, and then we'll record some leftovers. Uh, Rob Zepp, Flyers legend. Always love you. Rob Zepp, if you ever want to come on Noah Lee Pod, greatly appreciate it. He doesn't exist on on social media whatsoever. I've already tried. I'm going to find him, Daniel. If you find him, I'll interview him. Sweet. I'll go to Czechoslovakia or wherever the fuck he is. I'll travel back and to find him. I mean, he was German, wasn't he? That's a great question. I have no idea. Noah, you're from Germany. You tell us what's up. Yeah. Noah. I think I think this is the first show that Noah did not mention that he went to Germany. I went to Germany once. I only mention it because you always talk about it. He's a Canadian-born German professional ice hockey player. So he played professionally in Germany, but he's actually from Canada. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He was drafted by the Atlanta Thrashers in 1999. Sweet Jesus. Oof. Hey, that Noah, you weren't even fall. born yet. Yeah, Noah. Well, no, and he was drafted at 110th overall in 2001. So I was born when he was drafted. The second time. Boom. All right, now wrap this shit up. Let's go. Okay, everybody. Okay, Noah Nation. Oh, fuck. You can, find, you can find me on Twitter at Flyers24, but the F is a the PH. <laughs> and you can find me at Noah Lee Pod. Katie, where can we find you? You can find me here on Brotherly Pod. Uh, pieces to come soon in Brotherly Puck. I'm trying to 
get some more writing out there as it's the off season and I can I can gather my thoughts. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter at Nolan Patrick, but the A in Patrick is a four. <laughs> Dan the Flyer Dan fan. At heart countdown underscore. I wonder if that count got banned yet. I haven't checked on it in a long time. Haven't needed to. He hasn't won a game in eight months. All right, everybody. Till next time. Goodbye and good night. Good night. Toilet will not flush. 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 Toilet will not flush.